This episode of Actors with Issues is brought to you by Audible. For a free 30-day trial and a free audiobook, visit audibletrial.com actors. Welcome back to Actors with Issues with me, your host, Juan Ayala. Today's guest is television actor TJ Christian, who you may have seen as a recurring character of Salman Noor on season three of Fox's The Resident, as well as a number of commercials across all platforms. TJ and I have such an insightful, positive, and honest conversation. I'm so excited for you all to hear what he has to share. We talk about everything from keeping a positive mindset, being honest about your goals and motivations, managing your expectations, and the most taboo topic these days, at least what it feels like to me, money. Seriously, guys, I cannot wait for you all to hear what he has to say, so I'm going to stop babbling now and start the interview. So please enjoy this conversation with TJ Krishnan. So what was your sort of uh, introduction to acting and the arts and when did you decide to make it your full-time career? All right. So I got to go way back, not way back, <laughs> but a little bit, but uh, yeah. So I, look, I never thought of being an actor or any of this stuff. Um, I was an athlete and uh, I came from India to the U S when I was 16 years old to play college tennis, essentially. And then I did get into a college and then I played college tennis for four years, NCAA in Florida. I studied sport management. And then I was, you know, I was trying to be a sports agent slash tennis coach. Uh, that's where I was heading towards. And then, and then I started working out. <laughs> that's where it started. I just started working out to put on some muscle because I just wanted to feel good about myself. You know, I yeah. had a tough time with issues and, that's where it started. And then, uh, and then I had a workout partner who was a model. Uh, he was not an actor, he was just a model. And then he asked me to, hey, you know, um, you know, you made a lot of progress. You should um, come try out for a photo shoot. I'm like, ah, oh, nah, man, I'm, you know, I'm shy. You know, I don't like cameras, you know. Uh, that's who I was before because, I, you know, I didn't have any uh, confidence. And then I ended up doing a couple of photo shoots. I kind of liked it, got comfortable started modeling a little bit, fitness modeling a little bit. And then I booked a music video, Trey songs mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, in Miami. And then met some actors on set. And then they were like, Hey, you know, we are taking some acting classes down the street. You should come check it out. I was like, Hmm. Um, I always appreciated film when I was growing up. Uh, I watched, I watched every single movie yeah. uh, pretty much. And I, I, I kind of looked at it in a different way, not like, just like a regular audience, like for entertainment. I always knew it was more to it, you know, filmmaking was something more, I just felt it. I just felt there was more work, you know, the creative process. And um, so, you know, I was curious and I went to, took my first class and that was it. And uh, I knew I wanted to do this. Uh, just felt like uh, it was something, <clears throat> no one really encouraged me to do it before, but, uh, it's one of those things someone has to kind of be like, hey, go try it out. You know, they got to push you, force you a little bit. And then, all right, all right, fine. I'll try it once. And then <laughs> you learn how good it is or how you feel about it. Uh, and then, yeah. And then I had some other issues. Maybe I'm rambling a little bit. I had some other issues with uh, working legally in the country. Right. Uh, uh, and then when I got my green card, it was just a completely uh, pure luck to a family member. And we were not expecting it. So all, all our family members got it, my brother and my parents. And the day I got it, I took it as a sign. Hmm, 
maybe this is the sign to do this full time because until then I wasn't sure because I couldn't work legally in the country. Right. And when I got that and that was it, I decided to do it. And then I've been doing it since then. That's amazing. Um, uh, you know, being part of a, uh, I was born in the U S but my family, um, were immigrants from El Salvador and, uh, yeah, I know how very, very difficult oh, gotcha. that whole process is. So that's amazing that you and your, and your whole family, uh, had that opportunity. That's great, man. Um, Congrats on that, because that's yeah. a huge feat within itself, and one that I know a lot of actors who come from abroad to the states to, uh, you know, to go to some of like the top acting conservatories, uh, they then have problems getting a work visa so they can pursue the career that they have been studying for for such a long time. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a really hard visa to get because I know a lot of people were trying to get the talent visa. Yeah. A lot of Americans don't know about it. I completely understand, but it's like a rigorous process. They, what they want is basically they want someone uh, to be Al Pacino, a Brad Pitt, right. uh, to be a pretty much uh, A-lister in your own country. And then they'll be like, I'll give you, you know, you got to prove that through materials, press. So you got to be a big deal in your country for them to even be like, I'll grant you. Uh, work visa so it's not an easy visa so yeah yeah it's um, not easy isn't it also called like the extraordinary talent yep uh, that's exactly what it's called. yeah i uh yeah the, the o1 visa which is uh yep yep yeah that's I've, I've heard so much about it um i'm very active in the reddit community um in the acting okay. reddit community um it's like a big forum and a lot of young actors and other actors will post their questions and you know people um, like myself or the moderators who have a bit of experience in the industry can sort of give them some insight and none of us can help when it comes to O1 visas because we have no idea how that process works we just know I know from interviewing someone else that um, like you said you have to give all of this material they want to see all of the projects yeah. that you've been part of they want to see interviews all of that stuff and um and yeah, yeah like you said, uh, they want you to be a star and be like, yeah, we'll let you come work here so <laughs> you can bring something to our country or whatever, but it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough one. It's, it's a big task. And I always tell people, you know, from different countries, are you sure you want to do this? You know, you got to really want it because uh, this is going to take a lot out of you. And it is possible. Nothing is impossible, but it's going to take a lot out of you. So you got to know which a lot of people, you know, they think I can just get a visa and come there and work. It's not that easy. Because you sort of had that sort of career switch, you went to college for one thing and then you started pursuing acting. Was there any doubt from your family or were they worried or any sort of like discouragement? Like they were the ones saying like, are you sure you want to do this? Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you asked me that. that I think that's huge, man, with everyone and just in life, you know, parenting, having parents. I mean, that comes down to it at the end of the day. You know, I've been doing a lot of studies on psychology and uh, <laughs> talking to therapists, not for me, just for curiosity purposes. Yeah. And uh, you're right, though, my parents were extremely, extremely open minded being Indians, actually, because Indian parents, especially from that generation, they're very, you know, very conservative, they're, you know, want to play it safe, the typical yeah. engineers and doctors, but my parents, oh, my gosh, I, I got to give it to them, because they were very open minded, they, they always let me do what I wanted, you know, a lot of freedom. Um, so that actually made me even think about acting in other careers, even being a sports agent. You know what I mean? When I told my friends back home, I'm doing sport management. They go, what's that? What kind of degree is that? Yeah. <laughs> They've never heard of it because we don't have it in our country. Right. Uh, I mean, at least not then. Maybe now we do. Uh, 
yeah, they were very encouraging. Of course, they had some like doubts in terms of, well, do you have a plan? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, are you going to work hard? Just like any other parent. Uh, I'm like, yeah, I do have a plan. I, you know, I'm exploring this. I really want to do this. And they always, they always let me try it. You know, they always see how I do for the first couple of years. And then they go, hey, so what's going on? You know, are you working hard? You know, are you being lazy? <laughs> uh, but they let me do it. You know, now they're happy that I do it. But again, you know, you get questions. Hey, what's going on? You know, are you doing well? Are you okay? Well, I'm yeah. like, Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's a long term. I mean, it's a long, uh, what do you call it? It's a long game. And yeah, absolutely. Uh, progress is what will keep you going. And, uh, and again, non-actors, it's, it's really hard for non-actors to get it, right? The industry. Uh, so, but yeah, man, I got to, um, I'm really happy that my parents, I'm grateful for them actually. Yeah. Full support to, to this day. Yeah. Cause it's, uh, I mean, you know, my parent, again, you know, uh, immigrant parents, they just want what's best for their kids. They want them to have more than what they did. They want you to build off of what they gave you and for us to pick a career that is a very big, uh, gamble or um yeah with a lot of guesswork involved it's um they can be like oh, oh come on man like you can't <laughs> yeah, uh, and, yeah. And like like you said uh, you know my parents check in on me a lot as well um i visit <laughs> home frequently I'm, I'm i live my family's about an hour and a half away they're just one state over in connecticut okay, okay. um but uh but yeah it's uh or the rest of my family it's funny because my parents will uh have a bit more worry uh, and, and whatnot, you can't blame them because they know, you know, all I talk about with them is like, yeah, I had X number of auditions. I got X amount of bookings yeah. and they're like, wow, that many, huh? And I'm like, like, and you haven't, you, you're still doing this. Like you still want to audition and audition and not get it. I'm like, well, I mean, you know, they don't realize yeah, that like yeah, the audition yeah. is a victory within itself. Yeah. How, it's hard to explain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally get it yeah especially parents i mean maybe uh like friends of the like of our similar age maybe we can kind of uh make them understand but parents oh stuff yeah. man all the people are hard to get <laughs> for them to understand what's going on <clears throat> yeah like you know i'll tell yeah. my brother-in-law that i got an audition for something for like a big project and he's like oh my god that's awesome it's so like that's amazing like good like good for you man and he knows not yeah. to ask like hey how did it go did you get it like he knows not to ask yeah. because it's yeah you know, you're one of 40 to 50 people who got an audition, maybe way more than that depends on the role. And you already beat out thousands of people who are submitted. So it's just like, the chances of you getting an audition are so slim that when you do get it, you have to view that as like a victory and be like, okay, well, you got this audition. You know, we're we're in it. We're in it. They're going to see me now. Um, Yeah, yeah, like, like you said, because these some other folks are not so involved in the industry, they're not so privy to that sort of viewpoint or information you know lately i would say for the past six seven months you know i've changed the whole way i kind of look at things in terms of when it comes to explaining it to actors i mean non-actors specifically about you know how things work i mean you know a lot of us we want credit from everyone right because we are pursuing an acting career we want credit to let them know that look I have a tougher job than you. You don't get it. <laughs> and we want them to understand. We want them to give you credit for it. I'm like, let's just stop doing that because I feel like the more we look for credit, the more we, because at the end of the day, everyone understands it's hard, right? Acting yeah. is hard. It is hard. We don't have to keep preaching it to people and telling yourself it's hard because I, 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 I'm all about uh, the words I use, uh, 
you know, the, the things I watch, the things I surround myself with, because I'm attracting yeah. those things, right? Mm-hmm. So even when I'm eating food, I don't watch the news. When I'm drinking water, I don't want to hear like something. I mean, you can't, you can't control things, but if you can, I would just eat without watching the news, you know, anything negative. So <clears throat> I stopped telling people how hard it is. I just let them know this is how it works and I'm doing great. Even like my first year of acting when I just uh, got my headshots, had my reels, had my uh, um, resume done, that's it, mm. you know? And people ask me, hey, how was your year? I'm like, it was awesome, dude. They go, oh yeah, well, are you in TV yet? I'm yeah. like, no, but it was awesome. They go, what do you mean? No, it's awesome. Trust yeah. me. I'll try don't to explain, it. but it's if they awesome. don't get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I don't want them to let them, I don't want to tell them, no, it's hard. You need to understand. Right. I don't want to say that because the more I do that, I'm preventing myself. Not like, is this something I believe in? You know, the things, yeah. the words I choose to talk about, the words I choose to relate myself with, uh, because it's evident, it's obvious, it's hard. Let's not keep talking about, because every actor, even like celebrities talk about, I get it. I get it where they're coming from. They want to give good advice. Uh, they yeah. want to let people know, do it because if you really want to, I don't believe that anymore, dude. For example, if someone's going to ask me, why are you doing, well, why are you acting? I'm like, I want to make money. Even if that's the reason, let's just say if that's the reason. Mm. Or if your reason, I want to become famous. Every reason you give, you still have to go through the same process. You still have to right. work hard. If you, want to, if you want to make money through acting, you got to work hard. You got to learn acting. You got to get the right headshots. You got to get an agent. You got to build relationships with casting directors. If you want to become famous, it's the same thing. Oh, you want to do it because you love it. It's the same thing. So I feel like we should be, yeah, I feel like we should be honest and not think about what would people think about you, like think about you. Oh my gosh, he's doing it for the money. Because you know, there's this thing, right? Everyone gives that advice and I get it where they're coming from. I feel like the more honest you are with yourself, uh, you'll be more motivated to go after it, you know, and not fake it, not uh, be, you know, dishonest with yourself. And yeah, but anyway, that's yeah. my new realization. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that really, because it's, um, you know, uh, so many of the celebrities, uh, I mean, I don't know where to start. See, I started this podcast yeah. uh, for people to be, for actors who are still in the thick of it, who are still going through this process to be able to share their experiences. And we don't hear that often. And maybe a lot of people are not interested in that. They only want to hear from the celebrities and how they did it. But it's like, well, they started acting at 18 years old and now they're 35 and they just got their first award nomination. Like, you know, and it's like, well, why not talk to them during uh, this time when they're younger and see what they were. And, you know, the industry changes I, I like to yeah. think it's. I think that every five years or so, something major in the whole industry shifts. Whether it's, uh, you know, it used to be just uh, the primetime TV networks was like the only TV that people would watch, and then cable yeah. started doing really good shows like Mad Men and The Walking Dead yeah. uh, and AMC, and you know, on, on HBO they did Game of Thrones, and then the streaming platforms came out, and it's just the industry is yeah. constantly changing, so. Also, hearing celebrities talk about what they went through 20 years ago, it's like, well, that was a whole different world 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, so that's why I wanted it's to... Just, yeah. Yeah. And again, it's just a couple of them saying that, you know right. what I mean? And I mean, they're saying it, I get it why they're saying it, because they want to make you understand that uh, it's not easy. I get it. 
Right. And again, I go back to that whole thing about it. It's obvious. We all know. Who we're getting right. to act in. We all know it's so let's not keep focusing on the negative or yeah. whatever. <laughs> you know, that's already well known in the whole world. Everybody knows that. Uh, let's focus on what you really want because a lot of them get into it, maybe they don't love it because they want to make everybody wants to make money. Right. You know, with any career, you gotta make a living, you know. Yeah. Uh, but let's just be honest about it. So you know, people are like so scared to say about why they're acting. They go, ah, oh, you know, uh, I like it, you know, but they actually don't, you know? Yeah. And if, if you're in it for the money, that's fine too. But are you working hard? <laughs> are you doing everything right? Are you doing, are you taking classes? Are you training? Because you want, you want, you want money from acting, right? You got to train, dude. Right? Yeah. That's how I look at it. <laughs> because there's no other way around it. You know, people try to uh, find a different way a sneakier way to get money? No. If you want to make, if you want to be famous, you want to be walking on the red carpet. You you gotta you gotta work hard. <laughs> yeah, work there's hard. there's still the the same, the same. Yeah, there's st- regardless yeah. of how of uh, the regardless of the outcome you want from being an yeah. actor, there's still that same process. Like you said, you still need the training. You still need the proper materials. You still need to make connections with casting directors, and all that. Yeah. You know, it's not. Uh, like you said, just because someone wants a slightly different outcome, whether it's fame or fortune or just to be creative, doesn't matter. You still got to yeah. go on audition just because you want to be famous. It's, they don't, you know, in the audition room, they don't say, okay, who wants to be famous? Okay, you guys come, you know, <laughs> no one. Yeah, that's not, you know, imagine yeah, if they did you. that. Jesus, that'd be ridiculous. Um, oh but yeah, so how many actors are in here? How many, any influencers? Raise your hand. Like, you know, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's really, I mean, you know, sure, we all, most of us who, you know, did all of the proper training and all that stuff, sure, we want to be creative. Uh, but I yeah. also want uh, financial security and know that yeah. if I am fortunate enough to be a series regular on a TV show that um, gets syndicated, you know, that hits those 100 episodes and you're a regular for that whole time, you're going to be doing very well for the rest of your life off of things like residuals and whatnot. Like um, I read an interview recently with, um, sorry, there's a lot of background noise right now. Give me a sec. New York, no worries. Uh, Goodness, okay. (laughs) No worries. (laughs) Uh, So I read an interview recently with, the actress Ellen Pompeo, who plays Meredith yeah. Grey on Grey's Anatomy. She's like the lead. Um, yeah. And she was saying how at one point she had to basically make the decision, like, do I want to pursue more creative work or do I want the paycheck? Um, because she said at any point, you know, your contract when you first become a regular is six years. And um, that's yeah. frequent, uh, you know, once you are at the end of your fifth year, you sort of start negotiating and you say, okay, well, I'm going to stay or no, I'm going to leave and go pursue other work. A lot of actors, once they hit six years on a show, they may get written off or the show might just end. Um, But she was like, "Uh, sure, I could go do some more creative work and maybe go do a movie or, you know, go back to my roots and do a play on Broadway or something. But she was like, yeah. uh, no, because I've got kids in a mortgage and they're going to go to college one day. So I'd like to have some financial security. And there's no shame in that. And it yeah. uh, sometimes bothers me a little bit when some people want to shame you. Like, you're in this for the money? Well, like, well, not only the money, but the money would be nice. Like, you know, it's uh, like yeah. you said, there's this balance of, of sort of, of the things you want. Of Sure, we all want it to be creative, but 
we're not going to do it for free. <laughs> you exactly. Know? Uh, yeah. yeah. So, and the whole idea about residual checks, I swear to God, uh, I don't know if you know who James Sicone in New York. You probably yeah, he's, know he's is, my right? coach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There we go. My coach as well. There we go. Great. He's a beast. I love that guy. <laughs> Yeah, he, he actually changed my mindset as well. Like uh, I've told him many times, I think one of the first lives he started, he just started doing it before he even started uh, doing classes. He did some lives on Facebook on the group. And I remember him literally flipping through his residual checks. Yeah. You want to be a working actor? Look at all the residual. And then that is, that's it. That, that was it. And then I'm like, I want that. Yeah. I want the residual checks. I, wanna, I, wanna, I don't want to work any other job. I want to yeah. book stuff and then live off residuals. I'm just saying it's, it's a motivating factor. Absolutely. You know? And you got to take those things. I feel like more people should talk about it. You know, he, he's the only one I've heard anyone. Like, yeah. I don't know anybody who talked about, Hey, look at my residual checks. I can't yeah. wait to show off my residual checks. Right. <laughs> you know, you know, no, I'm just saying, because yeah. you don't hear it. You know, like, kind of like hush, hush about the money, hush, yeah. hush about the Ugh. rewards. Let's talk more about the positives. You know, right. everyone talks about, it's hard. Yeah. Make sure you want to do this. You know, you, yeah. you, you got to do it if you really want to. I mean, sure. Yes. With anything in life, you got to love it. If not, you got to be miserable. That's obvious. Why is it so different with acting? You know, and I feel like, I don't know, there's a lot of positives to it and people don't talk about it and people get discouraged and, uh, and yeah, I mean, and they're not honest with them because I feel like the more honest you are with yourself on why you're doing you know, certain things in life, it would actually make you more free and make you more motivated, actually. Absolutely agree. Um, you know, it's crazy. It's only in, in I, uh, maybe it's only in this country that money is a taboo. We all have it. We all have money. We use yeah. money on a daily basis, whether it's physical cash or electronic even if you stay yeah. home all day, you don't buy anything. Your card was probably charged for Netflix or from some <laughs> other subscription or something. We yeah, all have money. Yeah. So, and it's, it's the only taboo because people are now uh, confident talking about sex, about sexuality, yeah. about uh, everything else. But money for some reason is still like, a, oh, that's not, that's tacky. Let's not talk about money. And uh, yeah. when he did that, when James did that, James Saccone, go show, show up to bookthereroll.com. He's a wonderful acting coach. Yep. I've been studying with him this entire pandemic. Um, yep. He has been, he's a working actor. He's been in this industry for like 40 years. He's had an incredible past couple years. Um, you know, he was recurring on The Deuce. He did like 13 or something like that episodes, which is amazing to do that many on a show. Um, he was on The Irishman with the yeah. scene with Joe Pesci. Yeah, yep. he was in Joker. Yep. And, yep. Uh, you know, some, these huge, uh, you know, you it's it's one of those like blink and you'll miss it roles. But hey, he got the job. He beat out all these other people for the job. And that's to exactly. be commended. And when he was showing those residual checks to the group, he said, like, I'm not doing this to show off. I'm just doing this to show you guys what exactly. the possibilities are. It's not just like you got the, you know, like whenever I will... Uh, you know, I've so the, the show that I worked on, uh, Blind Spot, I worked on it for four yeah. episodes. Um, they just got syndicated. The series finale a few months ago was episode 100. So I'm very oh, okay. grateful that I'm going to be able to get residuals off of that show for the rest of my life, whether it's 10 cents nice. or 100 bucks. It's just extra income that's going to uh, 
keep me afloat in between the acting jobs because, you know, none of us want to work full time and pursue another career full time. Um, you know, it's exhausting. And, and uh, I was working at a, I still work at a gym. We open up soon. Uh, thankfully, uh, with the pandemic, the, the gyms are oh, opening yeah. back up in New York. But um, before the pandemic, I was working myself to death. I was working practically full time. I was part time, but I was working like 39.5 hours uh, oh a God. week <laughs> yeah. uh, in opening the gym too. So I was opening at 5 a.m. And I was just, I had no motivation to do anything else because I was so tired. And uh, it was soul, it was kill, it was soul killing. It really was. I didn't want to, to take time to even watch TV. I'm like, I just want to sleep. I need to sleep. Uh, I, I wasn't taking yeah. any classes. I wasn't taking workshops. I was auditioning and doing self tapes as they were coming my way. But I'm yeah. sure I looked terrible. I'm scared to watch those tapes because I'm, I'm sure I look like a zombie. <laughs> I was working myself to death oh, and it's God. like actors yeah. don't need that we're already so stressed nah. and focused on our appearance we don't need this whole other added stress of like work 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 it's like look yes yeah. we need money we have bills to pay we're paying rent but there's a fine line between uh working to to get by and then just overworking yourself uh and um yeah it's so yeah, it was, so it was exhausting take care yeah. of yourself yeah um, and James' approach to acting, uh, he, he said something recently. Uh, he's said it multiple times. I feel like almost every class I take with him, he says it again because there's always new actors yeah. in the group. Um, yeah, but yeah. he said, if I can talk you out of pursuing this career, then it's not for you. But if I can't talk mm -hmm. you out of it, then maybe we've got something. I love and it. that really stuck with me because it's like, yeah, because sometimes after you talk to young actors – and you tell them like, like you said, the negative stuff or how hard it is. Yeah. If that's if then they're like, oh, maybe this isn't for me. And then it's like, okay, well then we just dodged a bullet because maybe you would have gone into this for a while and not felt yeah. fulfilled or viewed it as like you said, like, you know what? I had a great year because I did X, Y, and Z. Didn't book any major jobs, but I'm still doing great. I'm alive. I'm healthy. I'm still doing what yeah. I love um and i'm climbing the ladder and um exactly yeah uh have there been any experiences that you've had uh whether working on a set or anything like that that changed your point of view on the industry or, or an approach to acting it didn't change my view it's just i just learned something new is that okay talk yeah about of that? course yeah 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 so uh i mean for the resident when i was uh recurring for two episodes, season three, I, I knew about this already, but to see it in action was, you know, remarkable because I worked with four different series regulars on both days. Yeah. And it was really amazing because we were up close and I can see them work uh, different scenes and they obviously had way more lines and, <laughs> and, and then I, and they were very welcoming. And I was talking to Manish Dayal, um, yeah. He's one of the series regulars. And then we were sitting the same, like we were just sitting next to each other on the, uh, when we were between takes. And then I was just asking him. So um, obviously as series regulars, the workload is so much more. I think that's the second series regular, I think. So I asked him, what, how, how big of a difference was it? Like, I just wanted to see his take. Obviously it's a lot more work. And then he told me, you're so right about it. Obviously it was a like, completely different environment for me. It was new for me. 
uh, so much more to prep. But he did say that not every day you can do your best on set. And he tried to tell me sometimes, some days, some scenes, you just got to get it done. You know what I mean? You yeah. can't worry about doing the best take, best work. On some other scenes and some other episodes, you could do some, like, you know, there's like a, you got to manage your expectations. Yeah. And uh, since it's like a full-time job, every day he wakes up and he goes there. I, I did know about that already, but to see him in action, to see him and tell me, but that, because I did notice it from the first episode and to the second, second episode, I was there for two days. The first episode, just one day. So I saw the differences. The second episode, the first day, he was kind of different. He just went through the lines quick. You know what I mean? He just, yeah. uh, it was just one of those days. And the second day, it was a little different thing about it, the way he prepped, the way, because uh, uh, I could see him literally one feet away. It was so close to my face. I could, I'm just watching these guys and learning. Um, but uh, yeah, that's one thing I would say I learned about being on a big set like that. And uh, yeah, just, and then I, you know, enjoyed every single bit of it. You know? and, uh, and this whole thing about the etiquette, I just want to quickly touch up on that. You know, yeah, how people talk about uh, being on set because people don't get to hear these things, right? When they don't book these shows yet, they right. haven't booked these shows yet and they want to know how, and you get told a lot, you got to, you got to be respectful, of course, good advice. But also, I feel like you got to scan the room, mm. right? You got to know the environment, see how, it, how everybody is feeling. They're friendly, be friendly. You know what I mean? You know how they say, don't use the phone. I mean, <laughs> this is my personal thing. I have my phone. I made some videos of the series regular. He was a cool dude. He talked to me. He asked me where, where I got my shoes. He followed me on Instagram right away. Malcolm, by the way. Yeah. Uh, he's, uh, yeah. He, uh, and then the other guys too, it was just, uh, maybe this set, they were very chilled out. You know, they were very, uh, like they asked me to come to eat lunch with them in their trailers. I don't know. It was so weird. Like, I felt like a serious regular, <laughs> even though I wasn't. And I feel like you got to scan the room and, and you got to be smart about it because you want to build these friendships when you're on set. Even if you're a co-star, I, I really believe, because I know a lot of people say, you're a co-star, you know your place. You know what I mean? Maybe if you're yeah. a guest star, maybe you can interact more. I feel like, guys, I mean, I don't think we should limit ourselves. You got to scan the room a little bit, see how things are. Every production is different. I completely agree. So once you understand that, once you, you don't want to be too pushy, but be friendly, be humble, be, you know, respectful. And you can build those relationships because what can happen is, I'm in touch with all these series regulars. It's insane. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they tend to like you because you're a decent guy and you were not too quiet either. If you're too shy, you can't really build relationships, right? So you right. got to know that risk. You don't want to be too pushy. You don't want to be too quiet either. When you do that in the future, you never know. You never know if you have the relationship, they can refer you to a project. Maybe they can, uh, uh, they're wrapped by bigger agents, maybe. You never know, right? right? And they could refer you to a bigger agent, a CAA, maybe. You never know, because these guys are wrapped by those guys. Right. So I'm always thinking about it in my head. How can I build relationships? You know, how can I make in the most organic way? And of course, be respectful, know the rules, know your place, but be creative. Be a be little risky, you know what I mean? 
be creative, be a little sneaky, bend the rules a little bit, but not too much. If you're like me and you listen to a lot of podcasts, you'd probably love listening to audiobooks. And the best place for that is Audible, the leading provider of audiobooks and spoken word entertainment. Titles range from popular literature, fiction, and biographies to health, wellness, and everything in between. For a free 30-day trial, visit audibletrial.com actors for a free audiobook. Once you become a member, you get one credit for an audiobook each month, as well as two free exclusive Audible originals. I highly recommend that all of my actors and artists listening check out the audiobook for The Actor's Life, A Survival Guide, written and narrated by Jenna Fisher, best known for playing Pam on The Office. Jenna gives an in-depth look in her career from fresh-faced Hollywood newcomer to struggling actor to the star of a hit network television show. She also has a ton of survival advice and guidance for actors tackling this crazy industry. You can check out Jenna's book and tons more by signing up for a free 30-day trial at audibletrial.com actors. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know, I do the whole interview thing, right? I'm right. doing the IGTV and all the YouTube thing. And that's, that's not my whole uh, reason for that is to ask these questions. What did you eat on set? <laughs> Who did you sit with? I want to know that because I don't want to know acting advice because we have tons of videos, tons of great people doing interviews on that. Great resources already online. I don't want to do the same thing. You know what I mean? I yeah. want to know, how did you feel? Like, how was your trailer? How did it, like... <laughs> like how big was it tell me about it like yeah. did you did you what did you use in the trailer did they give what did they give you you know what i mean that's yeah. what i want to know uh, <clears throat> how did you feel that day were you like you know give me share like those kinds of specific yeah. details and uh yeah. it's hard because like you said we don't hear that often you know and uh, <clears throat> people are very you know they just follow the rules and they get they miss opportunities and i feel like Whenever I have a conversation with any actor or any acting related, I talk about these things because these are more interesting, I feel. And I love to hear it. That's why James, I go back to him because he's very unique in that way, the way he shares his experience. And a lot of times he talks about the same thing on his life. And I'm still tuned in because I know what he's going to talk about. I know this stuff. He's right. repeating it for the new people. I get it. But I'm always on it because I may pick up something new. Right. You know, I'm patient. I'm just listening, doing something else, but I'll pick up something new. Or if I don't pick up anything new, it's still hearing him talk about acting in general, being on set, being on the Irishman Joker just motivates me. Yeah. You know, just like makes me like pumped up that day. All right. You know, let's do this acting thing. <laughs> right. You know, um, but yeah. Yeah. He's a, uh, yeah, he is such an insightful, honest person. And um, not to say that honesty is rare, but uh, he's very genuine. I feel like exactly. most people are honest, but not too many people are very genuine about their experiences. Um, yeah. You know, I uh, doing three episodes of the or four episodes of the show. Um, 
every single one was a different experience. Every single director was different. They had different style, even though the show was very stylized and very much the same from episode to episode. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, every director was different. Um, the different co-stars you're working with, the different guest stars, and they're all different. Sometimes some of the series regulars would prefer to sort of, you know, uh, walk away from all the commotion and the noise and just go grab a coffee and sit in the quiet for a bit because the set is so crammed and hectic and all these moving parts. You've got extras wor- uh, moving around in the yeah. background and all this other stuff. They're just like, okay, the scene was insane. I don't want to continue all of this crazy high energy stuff. Let me go like come back down yeah. for a second. Um, Cause it's a lot, it can be very taxing. And again, you know, uh, you're, it, when I was doing some like background work and whatnot, uh, when I was first starting out, um, it didn't dawn on me that the leads of the show are there for quite a while before any of the crew or the background. Um, so true. You know, you're filming, let's say you have a 12 hour filming day. They're probably there for 15 to 16 hours because they yep. have to do their fitting and their makeup and all that stuff beforehand. And then they, um, likely are staying a bit after uh to do to do whatever things they have to do for the next day so you know so it's true. very much sort of like respecting boundaries again but also if um yeah because it's a lot in uh, the crew as well sometimes the crews can be a little cranky but then i'm like hey you guys are tired all right i wasn't here yesterday i got to sleep like uh i get it exactly. you guys do what you got to do i'll be here to say my line <laughs> It's so true. I had the same experience when I did my one of the first few extra work and yeah. it was in Miami uh, Ballers, uh, yeah, yeah. Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. So he my call time was 6 a.m. Yeah. And I go on Instagram at uh, five. Dwayne is he's posting something on Instagram saying I'm in the gym before going to set. I'm like, oh, wow. Jesus. And then I go to set. Literally, I walk like on to whatever, like the camp where they have the extras. I see him parking his car and going to his trailer at the same time as I, like he doesn't need to be there. And he was, he's been awake way longer than me. He's been working out. So, and that just tells you that, you know, we all got to, no matter who you are, you have rules, you have like production goes in order. And like you said, you know, they're they're not, it's not their first day. They've been doing it for season, maybe some, some of them season after season, day after day. And, you know, they may be having a, you know, an off, not an off day, but just a a day where they don't want to interact. You know what I mean? They're focused on their work and they want to rest up, whatever the reason may be. Yeah. But you, like you said, it's very similar. Yeah. Um, And just going back a little bit to what you said about um, Manish, when you were working on, um, yeah, on the resident, uh, you know, you, they have to evaluate what their performance is going to be in that, in, in each scene. Some of them, yeah. if it's like a very tense, dramatic, then yes, you're going to sort of bring your A game. But if you've got two lines in a big scene with all of the regulars, you're not going to give your Emmy-nominated performance. You know, yeah. it's like you're just interjecting. You've got, or if it's like a medical, some medical information, like the medical jargon, then that's yeah. one thing. But, you know, it's just, um, you know, I've worked, like I said, I've, I've worked on that on Blindspot for a bit. And um, yeah some days you can see they're like bringing it because they've got all of this in for all of this technical stuff to say and they've got to memorize these like little monologues of all this complicated uh information and other times it's just a couple lines a line here a line there and it's like 
you know, they're like we were saying, they have very long days and yes. they can't be at a thousand percent every single day. They will not, they will not age well. Uh, it'll just be a, a lot, a lot of, a lot of stuff. It's a lot going on for them. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So I wanted to talk about your, um, I don't know if you would consider a podcast or a YouTube series or whatever, or, or, or exactly what you would consider it. Um, but yeah, I just want to talk about that and sort of what inspired you to sort of um, have these conversations with actors um, yeah. about their experiences and stuff like that. Um, booking their first. Um, yeah. Yeah. Credit. Yeah. 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 It's, it was, um, it was just a spontaneous thing. I just felt like I had this thing I want to talk about uh, and during quarantine, I feel like I wanted to do this. This is the best time to do it. I was not so busy. I'm, I'm in India. I'm here, stuck here, locked down. <laughs> and I thought, I mean, I, I still don't have a name for it. Can you believe it? I just, I thought I'll figure out a name for it. I still don't have a name for it. And it's been, yeah, I, I started it because like I said before, I, I wanted to know something more about everybody's experience and looking your first credit is always special. If it's your first yeah. co-star, uh, uh, guest star, uh, recurring, a series regular, or a supporting credit in a film, it's, it's just new. It's, it's a special experience, and we all know how hard it is to get there. So I want to know exactly from the day they got the audition to going into the audition and getting the call. Who did they get the call? Like details. I wanted details. Yeah. I was pushing for details. It was hard. I get it. Some people just wanted to speed through it. I'm like, no, 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 no. I want to know who called <laughs> you. <laughs> who called you? Did you manage it? And what was the con? I want you to remember right now. I mean, I let them know ahead of time on the questions I ask, uh, but it's hard. Some people have booked it like two years ago. I get it. So I try to find actors who booked it recently. Uh, <clears throat> and then I kind of asked them how it felt. And it's, it's, it was not meant to like educate people on acting so much it was just meant to because i believe in a lot of visualization i visualize and yeah oh me too yeah and yeah exactly so when i hear people's stories when you as you were talking about your story i'm visualizing it and i want to i want to do four episodes of uh a role in a show just like you did it so i'm visualizing as you're talking about i'm putting myself in that spot Mm -hmm. i'm putting myself i'm thinking about how as if I'm already there so I want people to experience the same thing because it's very powerful I feel because that's honestly the mindset change to me that got me all these auditions and eventually booking it is because of that I would not I'm not gonna say oh my train it was because of my training or it was because of my agent no sure of course they were part of it but I felt the mind mindset switch in terms of visualizing it and putting myself in that and that's what motivated me to do this whole thing so people can really listen to those and then put themselves in those shoes if they haven't booked a co-star they'd be like oh i see and they start visualizing themselves okay i'm in the show right now i'm in the trailer right now i'm wearing the wardrobe i'm going i'm getting i get paid for wardrobe oh that's cool (laughs) and then uh (laughs) and then oh this lunch okay got it uh and then i get paid this much or Oh, I get to act with these guys or I get to talk with these guys. So that's it. That's about it. It's not about what, what do you need to do? Like, what do you need to have like materials? And, you know, it's not about that. It was about just the experience, just soaking it in, hearing them out and putting yourself in that spot so that 
you're going to be there one day very soon. You know, if, yeah. for example, I don't have a guest star yet. So when I listen to those people book, book their guest star, I'm visualizing myself and I can't wait to get there. So that's it. You know what I mean? And someone who has not booked a co-star, they listen to those people who booked their first co-star, boom. And everybody's journey is so different. Experience yeah. is so different. Like what you had, blind spot is so different. Uh, you have unique stories to tell me. Same way I have unique stories to tell you from mine. And every production is different. Like you said, every market's different. Every show is different. So it's so fascinating, man, just to hear it. And so that was my main intention of this, doing this whole thing. Uh, it was more for fun. Uh, I've been slacking on it big time. <laughs> uh, it was a pain to export it, edit it through Instagram. Oh my God, it's been a pain. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's why I've been, uh, but that was my whole thing. It was just, uh, people have been loving it so far. I mean, I've heard some good feedback. Uh, uh, but yeah, I try to be different. I wanted to be different. Just like how your podcast is so different from others. Uh, I wanted to be different as much as possible. Yeah. But that was my intention. Yeah. You know, like, we're, like you were saying, um, you know, it's not necessarily all about advice or listen to this to start your acting career. Or listen to this to, to get an agent. Yeah. It's like, no, what was your experience like? We're storytellers, so tell the story, you know? Um, That's it. And uh, yeah, I love that. I, I you know, the, the whole reason I started the podcast was because um, one of my side jobs is um, as a writer for this um, TV uh, sort of review publication. And I would get to interview some of the stars of these shows that want promotion. And, um, but there were always very okay. quick interviews, like very, you know, 15 minute interview and I would just grab a couple quotes and ask generic yeah. questions like what drew you to the show uh what what you know uh or talk to the producer and like what inspired you to create the show and how would you describe you know it's like the most basic stuff and I'm like I yeah. want to get into like the gritty I want to hear about like the experiences that you've had on uh on working on the show and what's one of the things that you know now that you wish you knew at the beginning of your career or if you could you know, talk to your yes. younger self, what would you say? Um, whether it's, yeah. and it's funny how that answer changes with people, whether it's like, oh, I would tell them to do this differently, or I would just encourage them to just be like, you know what? You got this. You're good. You're going to end up, you're going to be okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, I, uh, I love that about, about your show that it's, it's like, you know, tell the story about the whole story about how this happened for you. And like, like we were saying, no two actors journeys are alike. And um, yeah. th they vary so dramatically. I know some people who it took them years to get an agent and someone else who did the exact same thing got an agent within like their first six months. And it's just yeah. about like, it's, it's a mix of timing and talent and luck and being in the right place at the right time and things like that. Like um, I'm very fortunate that uh, my reps found me. Uh, and yeah. when I tell people that they're like, Oh, that's, all right, lucky. Like, and I'm like, yeah, I, hell yeah. I know I'm lucky. I know I'm very lucky that cause Lord knows how many reps I submitted to. And then like the two that I don't submit to are the ones that reach out. Um, you know, and but it's yeah. just like, Oh, right. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, it's, um, yeah, you know, it's just, it's such a varying, uh, sort of journey for, for every actor. It's, you know, you could have 50 people with, uh, packages that look exactly the same and um, who worked with the same headshot photographer and all worked on the same project and have the same clip in their reel. And for some reason, more people are gonna stick out than others. 
uh this just yes. it's a gamble like we were saying this whole thing is a gamble and it's about chance and talent and luck yeah and all of the stuff but one there is one thing like uh when i do these interviews you will end up seeing i mean with any actor's uh story is that they're going to have the basic material no matter what right you know so i want people to know that too it is like when, even though when i said it's not about a device but it is uh but the there should be some foundation you know right. i don't want actors to think that oh you know i want to do acting and i want to be on tv so it just happens just like that no there's there's some work to it you know there's some materials you gotta have you know it doesn't matter if you haven't done like five short films but if you have good headshots and some footage and you could possibly get a rep even if you don't have a rep if you've done some workshops with casting directors and right. if you built those relationships it's still possible to book a co-star role so but you still need for example a freaking headshot <laughs> yeah you know what i mean no matter what so that's like the common things you tend to see that too from to these when you hear these actors talk oh okay everyone has everyone has a headshot everyone has training right. you know what i mean everyone has an agent for the most part but some don't uh but then they have taking classes with them they built those relationships and they've been smart about sending postcards or emails pitching themselves so you know what i mean you learn those things but at the same time you know what's like the basic foundational requirement to succeed there's yeah there's luck there's external factors but you still need the basics i don't believe anyone without a headshot can ever book a role i'm sorry <laughs> right mean, yeah super rad might happen but i don't want to i don't even want to use that as an example it's just it's completely pointless to use an example like that yeah. so oh they found me on the beach nah i'm not going to go to the beach every day i'm sorry right exactly yeah 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 when <laughs> so people just, use I mean, <laughs> yeah i mean those people didn't want to be an actor actually they just went to the beach and it happened they were not looking to book a role it just happened that's their life but let's not look at those examples let's look at examples that make sense uh so yeah it blows my mind when some uh it's usually younger actors too um who hear of those sort of uh rare occurrences and um they're either young or very new to the industry but regardless they hear of these um random encounters like one of the characters on one of the actresses in Euphoria the HBO series yeah um yeah. she's not one of the main characters she i think she did a couple episodes it's her only acting credit she was apparently found by the casting director at a mall they like saw her and liked her look and like gave them her card so like wow. what are you going to do now is you're going to take that you know yeah. like someone wrote on reddit they wrote like um I want to be on Euphoria. Uh one of them was randomly found at the mall like how can I make that happen? And I'm like are you going to just go live at the mall? You're going to move to the mall and hope that casting director shows up again? Like what are you going to do? And it's like uh yeah. again I understand these people are young, they're not experienced, so they don't have this information, but it's like there are just some basic things you need to to yeah. get started. And if anyone's listening and is completely new you need training of some kind i'm not saying go get your masters degree at the yale school of drama but get some training you need something a couple classes train with james he does tv and film auditioning um yes you need headshots uh those are basically the two basic things you can't have a resume if you don't have training or credits so resume comes a little bit later um yes and you know get on websites like actors access and backstage and start submitting be your own agent to start off you got to submit yourself for Absolutely. um for for those kinds of roles and um 
smaller roles, you're not going to be able to, you know, say like, hey, I want to be on uh, Euphoria season two. Here's my headshot. Like, no, it's, there's not how that works. Yeah. There's a reason that casting directors and agents and managers exist is to sort of weed out some of the yeah. more inexperienced people who might be in it only for the fame and who have, yeah. who might destroy their audition. Um, exactly. Yeah. There's a system. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah there's a system in place for a reason. Yeah. That's about yeah. it. Just like anything, you want to learn how things work. That's about it. Absolutely. Nothing different. Nothing. Uh, there's no faster way. There's no, uh, you know, there's no shortcuts. Just, right. It's all the same. Just because one person was insanely lucky does not mean you are also going to be insanely lucky. Yeah. I mean, I would say this, this would be my advice. If you, if you want if you want something like that to happen, how about this? Get a headshot, keep training and go to the mall every day. How about that? It's a win-win. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if you do that because that makes more sense to me. If you really want to be discovered like that, fine, but keep doing the other stuff too. <laughs> right. But if, you know, if let's say a casting director does run into you at the mall and they ask you, are you an actor? Exactly. exactly. And they say, and you say, yes. And they, cool. Do you have a headshot? And you just pull up your phone. You've got your headshot there. That looks amazing. That reflects yep. your type. That looks just like you. You're already ahead of the game. Otherwise, if you're like, oh, no, not really. Be like, oh, okay. All right. Well, never mind. Have a nice day. You know, it's like, well, yeah. you know, the basicness. Like, I know someone that carries around. They always have their backpack on them. So, they, in their backpack, they always have a binder with their headshots and resumes. Just okay. ready. Because you never know. Or if they happen to go by a casting office that accepts drop-offs, then they drop it off. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah so awesome. we're coming close to the end of our time, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, no you have so much, you have so many amazing, like, insight and viewpoints, and I love this. I need to have you back on the show. <laughs> yeah, we can talk all day. But Seriously. I, yeah, I, I, I love talking about, this is literally why I started the podcast, was to talk about this more. Because... Uh, yeah. No one else wanted to listen, so we just did a podcast. <laughs> Alrighty, so to finish off, we're going to do a yeah. rapid fire round. So Sounds we'll good. start with coffee or tea? Mm, tea. TV or film? TV. Uh, hero or villain? Oh, villain, all day. <laughs> Drama or comedy? Drama. Uh, what is your most recent binge? It's actually the Bates Motel. Good show. I like that show. It's a good one. Yeah. Uh, if you were not an actor, what would you be doing for a living? I'll be a sports agent. That's mm -hmm. what I wanted to do before that. So, yeah. Uh, what is the worst side job that you've had? Worst? Oh, gosh. I hated every single side job, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly, because I've changed my... Oh, it's a rapid fire, right? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> totally forgot. Uh, wait, one of the worst? I've had too many, but honestly... I'm going to say all of them because I want to, I don't want to have side jobs. So I'm right. going to say all of them. Uh, what's the most helpful book that you have read? You know, I got to be honest. I don't read books, but I do find if I want something, if I want to learn something, I do the whole, I love reading articles and uh, okay. stuff like that and videos, you know, on YouTube and podcasts mm -hmm. and so on. But I'm not a book. I don't know. I've just never been into books. Last question. Yeah. In 10 yeah. words or less, what advice would you give to a young actor? Self-awareness, know your strengths, take risks, really believe in what you do, and really look up visualization techniques. Personally, visualization is a huge thing for me. And um, 
it's something that I'm going to do for the rest of my life because it has played such an integral part in, in my career. Um, yeah. You know, putting things out into the universe, speaking it into existence and you see what comes back whenever it does. It's not up to you, but it will come back eventually. Can I say yeah. one more thing? Yeah, absolutely. The last, the, the advice, uh, have the courage to say what you want to the whole world. Like, don't keep it to yourself. I know we all think about, we have goals, we want to do this, we keep it to ourselves. Sometimes we save it, say, I mean, say it to our friends maybe, but say it, be brave, say it, put it to the universe, say it, say it to the world. So if you're on a podcast, say it. Say that you're going to win an Oscar. Uh, if you're on Instagram, have your title as future Oscar winner, be brave. So the more you put it out there to the universe, you're going to get it back. A lot of people keep it to themselves. So if you have an interview where you can, they've asked you, which, what's your goal? Say it. And if you have friends, start saying it. Like they say, what's your goal in acting? Say, I want to win an Oscar. Like say it like loud and clear, you know, vo- vocally pretty much. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely agree. Um, I think a lot of people are concerned with, um, you know, sort of coming off cocky or full of themselves, but it's like, yeah, that's confident. Uh, there is a fine line between the two. It's really yeah. how you say it. But saying it yeah. does not make you cocky. Yeah, the more you say it out to the universe, to the people, like like loud and clear, it's it's more of how much you believe in it. That's all. Right. It's not about cocky. It's it's it is about confidence, but it's more about belief. It's more about you actually believe you want this, and and you're actually telling them you really you are for real. And when when I say it to someone, I want to win an Oscar. They go, they didn't expect that, but they go, oh wow, I actually believe them. They don't say, ah, good luck. They actually believe it because you are saying it in a way that's very believable and you are, you know, telling them that what I'm saying right now is the, the truth. And that is it for this week's episode of Actors with Issues with special guest TJ Krishnan, who you can follow on Instagram at TJ underscore Krishnan, that's K-R-I-S-S-H-N-A-N, and follow us at Actors with Issues. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and review wherever you are listening and catch new episodes every Friday right here. Thanks so much for tuning in. This is Juan Ayala signing off.